All right, <clears throat> real quick, welcome to another episode of the Times Up Outdoors podcast. If I could talk, uh, this podcast is brought to you by Tethered, tetherednation.com. If you are listening to this the day that is uploaded, you better get on that sale. They got the Black Friday sales going on. They're huge. We're going to post about it a bunch in the next couple of days so that you can see what uh, what we're talking about. But they have a ton of their stuff on sale, stuff that we've used a bunch. And you you know you all know how much we love our Tethered products, tetherednation.com. You can check out all their stuff. Also in partnership with Lacrosse Boots. We, uh, we've all been wearing those things for years, and currently we're all testing out, me and Nico are testing out the uh, new Ursas, which are like their all-around hiking boot, waterproof, very comfortable, very light. I've been wearing them around town. I've worn them in the deer woods. I've worn them while I was uh, in Newfoundland. I love them boots. Uh, I cannot wait. Those are going to be my turkey hunting boots for sure, especially when it's warm because my other ones have that 400 gram insulate, and it's like... They're a little too warm in turkey season, but those Ursas are great for it. Um, now that's out of the way, this is a little, I guess you could say mid-season, mid-season, it's mid-season. I mean, we have till the end of December to deer hunt, so most people yeah. probably consider this close to the end of season though, but <clears throat> a little updates. We, uh, we got some stories to tell real quick, not too long of a podcast. But uh, I got two bucks down and quite quite an interesting story on how that happened. And I believe Hunter's got quite an interesting story as well. Got two bucks down too, right? Yep. Yeah. So uh, so we, we just wanted to jump on here and talk about our how our deer season's going. Especially Nico. He's got a super sweet deer season. Yeah, I haven't killed anything. Well, I shot a doe. I a doe. <laughs> that was cool. Yeah, that's something. Yeah, pretty good. So, I, right. uh, a 12-ringer at like 17 yards, my bow on November 14th because I needed to kill something. <laughs> What'd you say, Hunter? Super echoey. You're uh, you're like, you can't hardly hear anything you're saying. Me? Yeah. Uh-huh. It's like bro- broken up. How about how? About that? It's a little bit better. No dice. No. Hang up and call back in. Yeah. Hang up and then I'll try to redo you. I think I can re-ring him. How about now? That's better for sure now. I don't know. What it is. I don't either. We'll see if it works. <laughs> Yeah, I guess how this goes. Yeah, so Nico, you shot a doe, but you're still, you're still, uh, you haven't got a buck yet. Nope. I'm trying to go out as soon as we're done with this. I'll be heading back out there again. What's going on for you? Are you, are you just not seeing, because it, it's, it's wild the differences that I'm hearing from different people compared to the season that I've had, uh, in Michigan. And then I talk to other people and like, I, I got buddies that are like, you know the the typical the rut's not happening this year. It's too warm, like that kind of bullshit. Definitely nothing like that. Uh, lots of rutting. Lots of, uh, just no shooters. I haven't I haven't had a single Michigan shooter on camera on my main farm all year. And then the only farm that I did have Michigan shooters on camera, I can't gun hunt. So. So you're not I, seeing shooters on camera or in person. 
I have not seen one shooter in person in Michigan all year. And I don't have any on my main farm for the first time ever. Dude, it's so weird how different people's experiences can be. Like even just from my property to the property next to my to my property. Like I talked to the guy over there, well, up until a couple days ago, but he was like miserable, not seeing anything, and he's 200 yards away from me. Yeah, it, uh, everything can change just a little bit, whether it's the way they're betting because the wind direction, food, or you know, I know my farm has got a new ownership. And that guy does a lot of playing around out there and construction and new property stuff. So I think the deer, the mature deer, out. Yeah, so. maybe they're just yeah, maybe they're maybe they're just not used to it too. Maybe it's all new stuff. They need to kind of work their way back in. I think any mature buck is just sticking around because it's too much chaos. Yeah, so. never know one could roll in any day. So you got to find a lease now. I've been lucky a lot. All right, Hunter, what about you, man? What's going on with your season? <clears throat> well, does it sound better? No. I don't want to jinx. I don't want to jinx it. <laughs> <laughs> um. Well, I've been out since uh, I think the fourth. I don't remember when I shot my buck last. The second buck, but uh, yeah, I shot Halloween buck, and then November sixth is when I shot my second buck. Um, my second buck, I'm not disappointed in, but I, uh, just misjudged some things on him. He wasn't the thing I thought he was, which is what it is. He got me going and, uh, he's got great G2. He's got everything going on. He just didn't have main bean length for garbage. Um, he was cool. Had sat in a tree stand that I never really sit in maybe once or twice a year. Um, all right. We had a minor difficulties. We're back though, so Hunter, sorry, you got interrupted. You, you got cut off. I, I was trying to move the microphone into a different room because that my office is super echoey. I got to figure that out. But, um, <laughs> I unplugged this thing for two seconds and it died. So we lost that audio. Um, so go ahead, go back to uh, you were you were talking before I. Well, uh, I guess if you didn't hear it, it was I've been tagged out since November sixth. Was when I shot my second buck. Um. It wasn't a buck that I had any history with or anything. I didn't know anything about him. The neighbor did, or not a neighbor, but the other guy that hunts it, he knows some stuff about it. He has pictures of him in his backyard, feeding under his apple trees since, I mean, I think since July. Um, I end up going and sit in. I never really sit in, except for once or twice a year. Brought holds a bunch of does, and it's right off bedding. So ended up snort wheezing him into like 33 yards and double lung. And... He ended up scoring in the high teens, um, which was cool. He had everything going on. He just didn't have main beam length. His main beams are real tiny. They curled in real tight and didn't didn't have any length to them. But my Halloween buck was a buck that we saw all summer. Um, had a bunch of pictures of him. I saw him, I don't know how many times, while hunting. Um, and on Halloween, it snowed its freaking ass off. And I think by the time I shot him at, like, 15 to the time I got out of my tree stand, maybe 30 minutes later to go look for blood, there was already an inch of snow on the ground. It made it real interesting. But yeah, he came out in the field at like four, made his way all the way directly across the field, like he was on a string right to me. It's picture perfect. You couldn't draw it up any better. And uh, <laughs> it looks like he's just looking all over the place for things. <laughs> but uh, yeah, couldn't have drawn up any better. He walked right to me and 
I think I shot him at, I mean, I wouldn't say walked right to me. He actually saw me. He was walking, he was walking and he saw me. He started to go away when he saw me draw or get ready to draw, I should say. And I think I shot him at 39 yards and, uh, <laughs> and he, he ran about 50 piled up. Nice, Nico. But, uh, Nico's yeah. showing us his decorations. Basement <laughs> But yeah, so that was that was mine. I mean, a uh, buck that we saw all year, and I was really hoping Autumn was going to get a crack at him, and she just never got lucky enough, and he decided to walk out. Um, but yeah, so it's been it's been an interesting season. A lot of bucks, only a couple that were worth it. The, our number one got killed on like the second day of season by the neighbor. Which congrats to him. Gage is a cool dude, and I was happy that he shot. I was happy somebody that you know was kind enough to send us some pictures of a different buck that he's got and uh he's always let us go over on his property if we need to do check for one that was cool which that property just got sold to a different guy who's also pretty cool so um, ah. good relationship there but i was super sad it got sold but is what it is there but yeah that's my season so far nothing crazy had a crazy like last sunday the first weekend of gun season the sunday of um, in my backyard was nonstop. There was five bucks, four shooters, and like thirty other deer. It hey, fuck you, man. It was chaos. That's fucking. <laughs> it was chaos. None of them ended up getting shot by us. We, uh, if we would have had permission to hunt the cornfield prior to that day, and me scrambling to make phone calls and find the get the farmer's phone number and call him and ask him if we can hunt in his property, and he said yeah, um, we probably would have had a deer. It would have been a lot easier because we would have been probably just sitting in the middle of this cornfield being surrounded by bucks and does as they running frantically because they got bumped off of a piece that nobody can hunt but a guy was tracking a different buck on yeah it was kind of a crazy story but that guy ended up getting his buck and we ended up seeing four other bucks one of which was probably a high 130s maybe low 140 um eight or nine point he was a beast so yeah we've been seeing deer every night about corn behind the house so we're just waiting for the right buck to step back out again Right behind your house, so you can hunt right behind your house now. Yeah, I can. Yeah, I can shoot deer in that field. That's awesome. So I'm gonna. It's yeah, a fucking wide open cornfield, and he's got 140 inches in it. I'm <laughs> hunting 88 acres of beauty, and haven't seen a deer over 110. <laughs> Dude, I'm telling you, man. My the one of the farmers that I met this last week was talking to me about my my the property that I'm camping on, and all it is is a field. And he, he says, you don't hunt this 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 piece, do you? I go, no, there's nothing to hunt. And he goes, he goes, I, my buddy's been hunting that tree line for years, and he's shot she, he's shot some giants. I can't talk. He has shot from some giants over the years. And I'm like, it's it's literally a tree line between two 800-acre fields. And he the, apparently there's been a guy that's been hunting that tree line for years and kills bucks every year. But, I mean, it's one of the things that they get comfortable with it, and that's the only spot that they feel comfortable to travel, then they'll yeah, do it. right, exactly. Well, and I killed that buck, the buck behind me, last year. or not, Was that last year or two, two years ago? And it was in that field. It was just laying in the yeah. middle of that field with the doe. <laughs> yeah. Uh, sure. how, uh, Autumn hasn't gotten anything yet, correct? No, she's had some close calls, um, some fortunate uh, misses, but bow hunting's not easy, and... Yeah, it's been uh, it's been tough. She's been hunting her freaking ass off, and yeah, I've I mean, seen that. Here, I mean, or at least as much as I did, if not more than me. I mean, she's hunted by my by herself a bunch while I've been at uh, at work, and she's been out there. And yeah, I've seen, uh, yeah, yeah. She's, she's a lot of 
deer go. She let it. I watched the deer walk out and walk right in front of her, and I'm like, "Why aren't you shooting it?" She's like, "I don't. Uh, it's not that. Not that nice." And I was. I was in that have been letting them fly. Isn't it funny how they have like the, their standards are so different, and you wonder how did their like. You know where our standards have come from. They came from us killing deer since we were little kids. And, like, our wives have these weird standards that it's like, how, how do you already have that standard? Like, Not my wife. I had to talk her out of shooting everything. Oh, really? <laughs> my wife's like, fur! Wants to shoot it. Like, so, you, you, I've seen you've taken Morgan out quite a few times this year, too, Nico, haven't you? Only a few. Well, I guess we did. We bow hunted a few times. She tried to shoot a buck with her crossbow, and uh, the safety was on. So that makes it hard for the arrow to go. Um, <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> uh, yeah, so that was that was that. And then in gun season, we've uh, opening day gun. I pulled up on like a hundred and five, hundred ten inch eight pointer, and I was like, nope, not for me. But Morgan would be pumped to see him, and never saw him again. And then the other day, she wanted to shoot a doe, <laughs> but behind the doe was my parents' neighbor's horses, like na- horse farm next door. Oh and yeah. I was like, can't, because we can't shoot over there. I was like, there's horses. She goes, fuck them horses. <laughs> <laughs> we obviously, she didn't shoot at it, so. Dude, it. I'm sitting across from my fish tank in my basement, and all of the fish are st- are in a line staring at me. <laughs> Super weird. I bet you it's probably because I haven't fed them in a week. Um, <laughs> You're crying for help. <laughs> Anyways, so... uh. Well, I mean, my wife has not gotten out yet. She's she wanted to. We were gonna go yesterday, but it rained all day long. And I mean, she like she enjoys it, but she's not down to go sit in the rain. So yeah, no, I don't even. Yeah, I don't even really like sitting in the rain. I've I've done it, and I've had great days doing it, but I don't like it. Um, but yeah, we're we're gonna try. It. We're we're taking the kids back out tomorrow or no Friday to my dad's, and um. The girls already shot bucks, so I don't know how I'm going to handle this weekend because they, like Amanda wants, I want Amanda to shoot something. She really wants to shoot something. So I think I'm kind of like, I don't know that, we, we don't need the meat right now. You know, I have three bucks in my freezer right now and then some from last year and then I have a moose on the way. So it's like, I have to buy another <laughs> freezer. So if my wife does shoot something, we're probably going to donate it. Uh, the kid, the girls do want to shoot something cause their dad, uh, their dad started, he's doing like the carnivore diet thing. Yeah. He's been doing it for a while. actually he lost some weight. So he, like every time I see him, I'm like, eh, maybe I should start doing that. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. he, he want he wants a deer. So he, he's saying if they shoot one, he'll pay to get it processed or whatever. So I might, we'll see what happens. Maybe they get a doe or something, but nice. Uh, Tell us your so my I don't I don't know I feel like my story is crazy and I feel like maybe it's not uh, that it's not. <laughs> yeah I th- yeah I don't know maybe it's not as crazy as I think it is but it kind of starts before opening day it starts on I went out there on Monday so Monday so I had been getting pictures of this really nice buck for a week straight and I was sending it to you guys like every day I'm like yeah there he is again every day and I couldn't hunt last week because. Uh, I went to Kentucky for five days, which I probably shouldn't have done because I exhausted all of my good juju with my wife and just hunting my face off and going to Newfoundland and Ohio and, you know, whatever. So she let me go to Kentucky too. So I stayed home for the whole week. (laughs) Like I make it sound so bad. 
it wasn't, but, <laughs> but you know what I mean? You're getting those pictures and you're like, Oh my God, why has it got to be this week that the, and the weather was really nice for it. So all week. And then I worked Friday, Sunday uh, at the firehouse. Again, pictures, 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 same buck all the time between two different cameras. And um, so Monday I get a picture and I kept showing it to my wife. And then on Monday I get a picture of them cutting the corn next to the property. And I'm like, dude, I got to get out there. So I show her a picture of it and she kind of understands what that means. But I was like, when they're cutting the corn, it means you need to be out there. And so she's like, well, what time did you leave? And I'm like, well, if I left right now, I could get there, um, you know, in time to hunt, blah, blah, blah. And she's like, all right, whatever, you know, that this, I was leaving the next day anyways to go for opening day with my brothers and stuff. But so I was ready in about 15 minutes because I maybe are, maybe I already had my pro, my truck backed. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I jumped the truck. I drive out there. I get out there at like two o'clock. Um, I get out in the, in the stand. I got the perfect wind for my favorite spots. Uh, I didn't see, I saw a bunch of deer. Yeah, yeah, I saw, a, I saw, remember, I saw that really wide buck. Yeah, very uh, excited. Yeah, I was, I was filming that, that wide buck. But he was like, of course, gun range, two days before gun season. Bigger than anything I've seen in Michigan. Yeah, so he's, he's out there just walking around <laughs> yeah. in gun range, and I'm like, cool. So, nothing happens Monday night. Tuesday, I go, go in, go to bed. Tuesday, I hunted in the morning. Didn't see, I, I saw, again, Another thing, Tuesday morning, wake up, bucks chasing does all around me. I'm watching a buck has a doe locked down and some CRP out in the middle of my bean field. I filmed him. I had, I filmed a, a buck, um, a buck mounting a doe on a, on the other side of the field. I filmed another buck coming across the bean field. He never made it all the way to me. Like I'm seeing bucks like shooter bucks all morning. And I'm like, dude, this is freaking sweet. Like just seeing them, <clears throat> so then I get I get get I go in I go to go grab some food and I'm driving on the road and there's property on the south side of my lease that is owned by a petroleum company, or at least it has been for years, and nobody was allowed to hunt it. But for the six years that I've got been on that lease, I've never ever not looked over in that field and not seen like an entire herd of deer. And usually there's multiple bucks just feeding around with the other doe. So I've always wanted to talk to the owner or try to get permission or at least like know if I can come on that property. Never, never could I. So I'm driving down the road to go get food and I drive by, um, like they had cut the corn on my, on my neighbor's property the day before. So now I'm driving down the road and, um, just right down the road from my lease and there's, you know, like a corn cutting operation going on. They got the tractors in the field, the semis on the side of the side of the field, like off the road. And the, the, this guy jumps out of the semi and starts waving me down, flagging me down. And I'm like, oh, you know, what's this guy want? So I stop, and he comes up to my window, and he's like, hey, what's up, man? My name's John. Um, I bought that petroleum property that surrounds the south side of your your lease. Uh, just figured it'd be nice to meet. I know you guys hunt on, on, you know, Brian's property, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, all right, yeah. I'm like, wow, this is great. I, I've, I, that's awesome that I now know the person who owns that property. I've always wanted to know who it was just for permission stuff. And he's like, yeah, um, you can shoot anything you want over over our property line if it's in range. I have no issue with that. And he's like, and don't ever hesitate to go find deer over there or whatever you want. And I was like, can I hunt it? And he's like, well, I got guys hunting right now, but um, I got depredation permits and 
I wanted to know if you would film, if you want to film. And I'm like, uh, yeah. I'm like, me and my buddies will come out here and shoot as many does as you want. Because I figured this is a good way to get into his good graces. Oh, yeah. You know, we go out there and kill 15 doe for him. Hey, man, next year, why don't you let me buck hunt that? Right. Or even let us come out there during muzzleloader to shoot does and we can shoot bucks. I can't, but somebody else can. Um. So anyway, so I get his number. And just, I feel like that was a weird coincidence that that happened, but I never thought about it any further. I got his number or whatever. And then, uh, you know, I, I saw, I saw more bucks on opening or the night before opening night or opening day. Um, nothing I could shoot. And then, um, so Wednesday morning's opening day, get up, go out, sit out. And it's about, I, I'm not seeing nothing. I had a, bu- a little button buck below me for like an hour and then that was about it. And then all of a sudden this buck. Steps out at 80 yards at 9 a.m. And all I can see is what's going on. What's going on? You'll get the audio eventually when you listen to it again. Carry on. <laughs> I miss. I wasn't watching my phone. So this, this buck walks out 80 mm-hmm. yards. All I see, like I seen my body move. So I pulled my gun up and I in my scope, all I saw was his right side. And then I immediately moved the crosshairs to his body. He was all I could. I had a shot at his butt, and I he like took two steps and turned, quartering away, and I shot. And when I shot, I was in my saddle. So I, I think it's because of the recoil of the shot that it pushed me to the point where I could not see any longer through my scope. What I had no idea where he went. Like I didn't know if he dropped. I didn't know if he ran. I knew if he ran. If he went to the left, I'd see, see him running, but I didn't see him running anywhere. If he went to the right, I would not see where he went. So I'm like, he either dropped or he went to the right. So I call, so I call Nico, and I talk. You know, Nico's like, just wait an hour, just wait an hour. I'm like, yeah, you're right. I'm gonna wait an hour. So then John calls me, and John's like, how far was he? I'm like, 80 yards. He's like, oh, quartering away. I'm like, yeah. He's like, and you're, you're 450, right? I'm like, yeah. He's like, that deer's dead. He's dead right there. Go get him. And I'm like, yeah, you're right. And he goes, yeah, because partially because I, I just want to see him. <laughs> so I get down, and uh, it's been it's been a half an hour at this point. So I walk out there, and I looked around in this. It, he was in, like, this canary grass. And I looked around in it for, like, probably 15 minutes. And I'm not seeing anything. And then all of a sudden I hear something rustling around and I turn around and this buck had already gotten up out of its bed and is running away from me now through the thick, like thick shit. So I only see him for like a second and I'm like, Oh my God, dude, I tried to stop him. He was, he was out. So I called Nico and told him and then I called John and John's like, dude, I'm so sorry. I was the one that convinced you to go. You should have waited. And I'm like, yeah, I know. So, I go over to where I think this buck bedded down, and I find a bed. He was maybe 10 to 20 yards from where I shot him, which is a good sign. There's dark blood in the bed. I'm like, okay, that would make sense. Liver shot. He was quartering away. I wanted to hit liver and lung or liver and heart. Like, that was what I wanted with that shot. I know it'll kill him. It's going, you know, I like a quartering away shot. You have a lot of real estate to travel through. You might catch that liver, but you're also going to catch lung and opposite shoulder, and you're going to drive everything out of exactly. Chest. And and even if you have a, a far like a back abdomen shot, you're still hitting 
guts, Every- liver, lungs. You're hitting everything now. So yeah. I think it's a, I think it's a phenomenal shot to take, and I've taken it so many other times, and usually they don't go anywhere. Um, so he's gone. So I back. I'm like, I'm not even gonna look for more blood. So I back out. The liver shot take what seven hours. Some people say four to nine hours, whatever. So I back out, and I immediately start trying to find a dog. Cannot find anybody. Can't get a hold of anybody. That tracker app. Nobody was available. It was opening day, so it makes sense. So I'm like, I'm going to go sit. I'm going to come up back out here at 2 o'clock, and at 3 o'clock I'm going to go look, and that's seven hours. So I spent the day doing whatever. I go back out there at 2 o'clock, sit down. I wait till 3. 3 o'clock I go back out there, and I start looking for blood. And I start walking around the woods, and I'm not finding any blood anywhere. I walked all the way around because it's a little tiny finger of woods that sits on a south-facing slope. And I'm telling you, if you ever want proof that south-facing slopes – are where bucks bed, like they all say, like everybody says, you know, go look in this fucking little piece of woods because it is insane how much sign I see in there. And and it's small. It's like maybe maybe a half an acre, maybe three quarters of an acre. So <laughs> nice shaved. <laughs> Hunter's got a shaved cat. <laughs> so... Anyways, so I'm looking, no blood, no blood. I walked around the uh, the perimeter of it. I'm not finding any blood. I've been looking for about an hour, and my phone rings, and it's a lady that has a tracker or a dog. She's like, I can I can leave in about 15 minutes. I'm a half hour away, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, all right, perfect. I give her the pin. I go back into my spot, and I sit down because I don't want to you know, booger it up anymore. So I'm sitting there, and I hear a gunshot from across the way, like the direction that my buck had ran off in the morning. I'm like, oh, fuck. I'm like, it's a possibility that my buck ran over there, was bedded down, somebody just bumped him up again, and and he just got shot by the neighbor. Or maybe there's another buck over there, and it just got shot by the neighbor. Whatever. My dad texts me like 10 minutes later, and he's like, hey, there's a buck coming across that cornfield, and he looks like he's limping. And I'm like, where is he coming from? He goes, where that shot just came from. I'm like, all right, well, where is he going? He goes, he's going into the woods that you're in. I'm like, no, no, that's not good, because the dog's going to be here in a minute. Well, here she is texting me. I'm here. I'm like, oh, my God. So I call her. I'm like, hey, can you wait? So we wait 20 minutes. So she finally, I'm like, just, I don't want to waste your time anymore. Just come on down. So she drives down to where I'm at and gets the dog out. I tell her, I'm like, there was a buck that just came. I don't know if it came through here or what. So we start tracking. And right away, this dog goes right to that bed that, that my buck went in. And can you guys hear music right now? Very faintly. Jesus, my kid's upstairs just jamming out. Um, <laughs> so right away hits my bed. She's like, oh, that's good. I'm like, yeah, that's pretty bedded down. She's like, yep, he's on. You can tell he's he's on a deer that's mortally injured. You know, she explained how they know, like, the difference and how it works and what they're smell, smelling for. And 20 yards from that, it gets on blood. And I'm looking at this blood, dude, and I'm like, dude, that's freaking brand new blood. That's a big old splatter of brand new blood and i know for a fact that it wasn't there 20 minutes ago because i walked right there i don't want to say that because i know their their the trackers are real like don't walk around or it ruins everything so i just yeah. didn't say anything and immediately the dog goes to the right and i know where my buck went to the left so i'm like this dog is tracking the buck that just got shot across the field and walked through my woods but 
I'm convincing myself that that is also my buck that I shot this morning. So I let it. I just kept rolling with yeah, it. Yeah, you were thinking that your buck went to that guy and got hit again. Again, came back. Yeah. Right. So, and I want. I kind of wanted it to be that because in at the time that seemed like the best case scenario. Right. So. This dog's tracking. We get out into the field. We're, we're, we're tracking along the field. We, we're finding blood, 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 blood. Dog's on a trail. I look up, and I see this buck just fucking hobbling along across the field. And I'm, and it's like three 300 yards away from us, and it's dark. I can see that it's a buck. I don't know how big he is. So she's like, yeah, we can't push it anymore. We I got to back out. Like, let's, let's get out of here. So I'm like, okay. So I said, I made a plan. My plan is tomorrow morning, I'm getting up. I'm going to go sit on this field at the road. Now, I've already gotten permission to be over here and everything's good to go. Like the neighbor knows I'm there, whatever. So I'm going to sit on this field and I'm going to, I'm going to make sure there's no deer in the field before I go walk it. And I'm going to go walk to that. He jumped a fence. We watched him jump over a fence. And I'm like, I'm going to go right to that fence row and see where he jumped and see if I can find him. Because it, it looked like that deer was messed up pretty bad. So I I texted the farmer that I met the day before. Hey, I need to know if you have this phone number to this other landowner because I want to know if I have to go on his property, I can go on his property. I can't find a deer I shot this morning. And he goes, oh, I don't really know that guy, blah, blah, blah. It was like, it's like a little tiny like 10-acre piece in the middle of all this property. And I'm like, all right. He's like, well, good luck. You know, I hope you find him. Send me a picture if you do. I'm like, all right, yeah, cool. So next morning, the next morning, this is where it gets interesting. I get up and I am, I am completely, I cannot walk straight. I have, I'm, the world is spinning. I, I have a headache from hell. I feel like I'm going to throw up. I, I like got out of bed and I stumbled and I like fell into the wall. I couldn't put my shoes on. I walked outside. I'm actually like scared. I'm like, what is wrong with me? Something is wrong with me borderline i need to call 911 because i don't think i could drive right now and i don't know what's going on because i didn't drink like i drank a half a beer the night before well I, so i walked outside and i started walking back and forth trying to get fresh air and it starts to get a little bit better and then it dawns on me i look over at my camper and people are going to probably think what an idiot um i put I my thought, what's that i thought that yeah so did i um, <laughs> i looked at my camper and my generator the exhaust is pointed right underneath my camper and it's only like two or three feet away from the camper. I almost always make sure I, po I always post point it away. I didn't, I don't know why I wasn't paying attention, but whatever. So I like to lock it to my bumper. Well, there was no wind that night. So, cause this is the third night I was there. I didn't have any issues the other nights and the generator never moved, but it was windy. Well, that night there was no wind. So all that CO was just sitting under my camper and it all crept in. And I 100% had CO poisoning. Like there's no other, that's what happened. And it was, it was really bad. Like I was really messed up from it. Like, I don't know if maybe I had been sleeping for another hour. I don't know that I would have woken up. So. <laughs> Dude, that's bananas. And we talked like, you sent the text and like, you're like, what the fuck? And we were kind of like. I texted you. You were I texted you like an hour later to make sure you were still alive. I'm like, yeah. I need you to respond to this so I know you're okay. Dude, I texted I texted you guys. I texted my dad and my brothers because they had already gone out, and I texted my wife, and it was all the same. It was like something is wrong with me. I don't know what it is. I think I might pass out. If you can't get a hold of me, someone needs to come and help me. Yeah. Like I was 
truly scared. And this that was before I realized what it was. Right. Once I realized what it was, I was like, okay, I'm alive right now. I'm not going to die because it's not going to get worse. I'm outside. I'm fine. Um, Dude, like we said in the text, if we would have had to, we had, like, by the rules of life, we would have had to have talked so, so much, much shit. Because, <laughs> like, you deal with that shit all the time, and we all know better, but it's yeah. something that can happen if you just fucking forget a little bit. Yeah, so dude. You're, it, half, you're half dumb, but I can see it. It's crazy that it's it, like, like you said, we deal with that all the time. I've seen people, I've responded to people who have died because of it, and I've gone to m- so many houses that are full of CO, and we, yeah, trust me. And we all, every time we go fucking stupid. Stupid. <laughs> so, so I, uh, so I, so I get in my truck, I have to drive like, 200 yards i go to this field and i just sit there shut the truck off roll the windows down i'm like i'm gonna get fresh air it's still pretty bad sun's coming up i glass the field i don't see anything i get up i start walking i'm like this will make me feel a little bit better and uh oh alfonso made a good point this is actually really funny it made me laugh really hard he goes dude if you would have died we would have thought you killed yourself because of that buck <laughs> I didn't even think about that. I was like, yeah, that, that would have been a, a thought that probably went through somebody's mind because I was so upset, and I just decided to give myself a CO death. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude. So so I walk out, uh, and I'm walking. In this field, there's three fields. There's the road and then three like equal-sized rectangle fields, and then you're at my property line. And there's trees and like a row of trees in between each one. So on the other side of the second field, I see two bucks and two does. So I run. I run all the way to the tree line to get behind a big ass. There's like a big ass oak tree. I get behind it and I'm watching these deer and they're like 200 yards. And one of them is just huge. They don't look like they're, they don't look like they're limping. Like neither one of them. I'm like, I don't, I can't tell if this is one of my deer or not, but they keep getting further away towards my property. So I decided to keep walking, and now they've kind of crested the hill. So I go up over there, and I get all the way over to that edge of this property that I'm on to my property. And the uh, the big buck's gone. The does are gone. I don't know where they went. But the little buck is running right at me, like right at me. And I'm on the edge of the like the properties, and this deer literally is looking looking at me because it caught me. Like I was standing when I saw it. I was walking, and I was like, oh, shit. I stopped. He stopped, looked at me. I, He starts moving again. I get down on my knee. When I got down on my knee, he sees me. He stops, looking at me again, doing the whole, moving his head around, and then just keeps coming. Comes right to me, 10 yards. Nice eight part. He's a nine point. Turns broadside. I shoot him, 10 yards. He, he runs. Dude, he ran. Two, you know how this deer ran 292 yards? That deer did? Double lung. 292 yards. That's because he was 10 feet away from a cannon that went off and scared the living shit out of me. And the, and the crazy thing is, if so I had my GoPro on, and you can see his head in like the corner between, because it was on my chest, you can see like through my arm. You can see him pick up his head, and then I shoot, and you see him run. He he reacted, if I had a camera crew with me, you would have you and you watched the footage, you'd be like, you missed him. He didn't do anything that a deer does when it's hit. I thought I missed him. And then I'm like, something's wrong with my gun, clearly, because I just missed this second deer I missed. I'm like, I just missed him. He didn't mule kick. He, did, he didn't flinch. He just ran. And then he, he was running fine. He looked completely fine. And I'm like, did I just miss this deer? 
So I walk 10 feet and I look and there's blood everywhere. I'm like, oh, I guess I didn't miss him. I hit him. So I follow the blood trail right to him. Back onto this woman's property. Hold on. I'm, you had a blood trail with a 450? Yeah. Perfect. It was a beautiful blood trail. That's impossible. That's so weird. No, I know. Okay. I know. So I, uh, so, so I'm like, like, if you don't shoot him in the fucking elbow, they bleed. All right. Sorry. <laughs> so I'm like, all right. I know where he is. I still have to do my due diligence because if I don't know that I've exhausted everything I can do to make sure that that other buck that I shot yesterday isn't dead or wounded, like I'm a piece of shit. I got to go find yeah, him. Like, that'll make you like want to give yourself CO poisoning or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I go, so I go back to that tree line and I, uh, no, I, did I got the deer first? Yes. Yeah. I, I know went, you did because. We were talking to you on the phone, and you were like, I shot another buck, and you sent me a picture of that buck, and I'm like, first of all, what the fuck? And second of all, fuck that deer. Leave it alone. Go find the other one. Like, yeah, it's yeah. cold. It'll be fine. Yeah, yeah. I got it in real I was shocked that you shot that deer. Yeah, I was – I got. yeah, you guys were – John's like, what is going on? I was texting you guys. I'm like, I, I got another deer. <laughs> Dude, it didn't make any sense because we're, we're living through your text messages while you're doing all of this. So you're telling us that you almost died, and you're – we're making sure you're alive. And then all of a sudden you're like, I shot a buck. And we're like, huh? And then you send this picture of blood. And we're like, oh, what? But you're still looking for the big buck. And then you send us a picture of another buck. And we're like, what is happening? What deer is... It didn't, none of it made any sense. Yeah, so so I go back and I start looking. I go to that fence row, just like I said I would. And I and I walk up and down. I walk all over the field. I went into the next field. Dude, I, I probably walked around for another hour. There's nothing. There's not a drop of blood. There's nothing. I'm like, okay. I feel like I've done everything I can do at this point, and this buck is fine. I must have just missed him, or, 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 or I'm thinking maybe I hit him like muscle blood or something. I don't, I don't know. I'm like, he's not, he's not here, or that deer isn't even the one that I shot. I don't know, but I don't know. There's, I don't have any other routes to go down anymore because that dog. I can't call another dog back because they're gonna get back on that same buck's trail. And I know it wasn't the, it wasn't the trail that my buck originally took, whether it was my buck or not my buck. So, but you I, weren't sure when that buck jumped the original jump out of the bed. We, you were never sure a hundred percent that that was your deer to begin with. Right? Yeah, no, I wasn't. I because I didn't know because I when I found his bed where he laid, I wasn't sure if that's where he jumped out of. Right. So I don't know if he bedded down and then moved before. I'm pretty sure it was. I now in hindsight, I, yeah. I know it was that. Yeah, I'm, I know it was. Um, but at the time I wasn't, so I, um, so I go, so, oh, oh yeah, my dad's texting me, hey, a giant buck just, you know, bedded down in the CRP in our field, and I'm like, I know exactly which buck it is, it's the buck I was watching this morning, because that's the direction he went, where my dad would see him, and I'm like, okay, I'm like, don't move, we're going to try to put a stock on this buck, we're going to go sit there, and we're going to surround him, and he's going to get up at some point, and we're going to kill him. So we come up with a plan. We got this thing surrounded. We sit there for an hour. I get impatient. I'm like, I'm going to walk into the CRP. I walk in there. It's like a different world in there, by the way. There's like these trees that don't look like anything. When you get down inside of it, dude, I, I want – like we got a shed hunt again this year, and I want to show you this little area. It's weird. It's wild where it is. Like it's going to be a killing spot. And uh, I'm like, he's not even in here anymore. Which makes sense. Like they can move through that CRP and you don't see him. Because my dad's like, he never left. I never. I've been watching that for the last three hours. I'm like, yeah, but he could have walked like 
60 yards away and you would have never known it because it's too tall. Well, I started walking back to the truck. Dude, this buck had been sitting, that laying down in the grass 20 feet from us the whole time. And I, I almost stepped on him. He jumps up and takes off. Maybe, maybe I took a shot at him. <laughs> maybe I don't know. This is the know. most Michigan gun hunting story I've ever fucking heard in my life. <laughs> so this deer runs like in my in my mind. I'm like, he's gone and he's gonna be in the next county in an hour. Like he's never coming back. And and that was the buck that had been on the cameras for a week. The one that I originally was like super excited to go out there and shoot. I'm like, dude, he's never coming back. It's gone. It's over with with him. So we go back to the camper. Oh, no, me and Alex go get my buck. We're leaving the field that my buck's in, and there's a farmer plowing. We wave at him. We leave. We go back to the camper, and I'm sitting there, and I'm going to take the buck to the processor. Uh, and I'm texting you guys about it. And um, hold on a second. My wife's texting me. You texted us, and we had all pretty much confirmed that because we thought that was your deer running away, that your deer was alive and well, and you could move on with your life. Yeah, yep, yeah. I was, I was, that's where I was. I'm like, I'm good. I'm good with it. I got plenty of season left, whatever. So we get back, and then I, I said something about taking the processor, and you guys, Steve was like, no, nah, fuck that, hang it up, don't be a, like, you made fun of me a little bit. I was like, all right, yeah, you're right. Well, we usually hang our deer on this pole, this, like, random weird pole thing that's, uh, there's, like, a burned-out barn by our lease, uh, by where we camp, and we usually hang them up back there, but it's, like, way in the back, and it's kind of, like, uh, like, it's not anywhere near the campers. It's like if you go back there, you're like alone, and it sucks. I don't like hanging it from. I want to move it to where our campers are. So I was like, I don't want to hang them up back there because I don't want to be way over there. And like, I don't know. I was just being a bitch. And my dad's like, Well, let's hang it from that tree. And I'm like, The one next to the road. Like literally, he's like, Yeah, who cares? He's like, Just hang it up from that tree. I'm like, Oh fuck. All right, let's do it. So we hang it up from the tree. Thank God I hung that deer from that tree because. I get this deer quartered out and this truck pulls up and it's this old man. And he's like, Hey, you, uh, you lose a deer. I'm like, yeah. And he's like, yeah, my son told me, uh, my son owns, uh, the petroleum farm. Now the farmer I met on Tuesday, he's like, my son told me that somebody lost a deer. He goes, uh, I go, dude, he goes, there's two dead deer in my field. I ran one over and I'm like, Oh my God. I'm like, dude, can you just show me where they are on a map? I'm going to go walk out there and look. And he goes, just get in my truck. I'll take you to him. I'm like, okay. Jump in this guy's truck. He's 90 years old. He has one leg. Yes. He says, uh, which tells me that if I wasn't at that road. Oh, yeah, he wasn't coming. No, no. He would have (laughs) never. He would have drove by and never thought about it again. And I tell him, I say, uh, hey, dude, I really appreciate you coming to find me. And he's like, yeah. I, I've never done this before, uh, and I wasn't going to, but something told me to come and get you. And I'm like, okay. Like, amen, brother. Yeah. I'm <laughs> like, all right. I mean, he he literally had to get out of his tractor, took his tractor back, because he wasn't done plowing the field. He took his tractor to the road, got in his truck, and came and found me. And he goes, I never do that. I see dead deer out here all the time. I've never done this. And I'm like, oh, okay, cool. I'm glad something told you. 
So we go to the first buck. We get there. Dude, this thing is like covered in maggots. I'm like, this can't be mine because I just shot mine yesterday and it's not that hot out. Like it wouldn't be that decayed. Smelled like hell. Um, and it's just busted up. He ran it over with this plow. Dude, the, the <laughs> antlers, I'm not kidding you. The, the size of the bases on this buck were Coke cans. Why did you take them? They were all in pieces. Like, completely messed up. I would I would have, but they were they were totally ruined. So he goes, Well, I'll take you to the other one. So we start driving down the we get out of the field, go down the road, and we're coming through this corn. We get in a cornfield and we're coming down through this cornfield and I'm like I'm like orienting myself with where we are. And I'm like, Oh shit. I go, my tree stand's right there. I can see it. Like I'm pointing at it. And I go, where's the, where's this deer? He goes, It's right in front of you. And I'm looking at the cornfield and i'm like i don't see anything oh there's a yeah there's a deer right there completely blended in with the field like oh yeah yeah couldn't see it uh all i see is his butt and i'm like it's in a straight line to my blind to my tree stand and uh as soon as we pull up dude all i had of that deer was the image of the right side of his antlers burned in my brain and when, when we pulled up, he was laying on his left side, so his right side was up in the air. And all I saw was the right side, and I immediately was like, holy shit, that is my deer. Oh, my God, I love you. I love you. I'm like, that's my deer. I've been looking for him for two days. And this old man's like, all right, well, get him out of my field. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like dude, I'm like, I'm like, this is amazing. I picked him, and then we, he got out. He got out and um, he's like, "Well, pick him up. Let me see him." He's like, "Oh man, that's a nice buck. That's a real good buck. I'm glad I came and found you." And I'm like, "Dude, me too. You have no idea." I'm like, "I, I hunt right there." And um, so I, you know, go back to the camper. He drives me back, and I get my brothers, and I'm like, "Let's go." I'm like, "My buck's in this field. Let's go." So we all get in the truck, go out there, and uh, have a little celebration beer over the deer. And like, I just like. Like, I couldn't believe, like, I'm like, if, if, if I hadn't stopped for that farmer and met him and got his number, if he didn't flag me down, I wouldn't have never texted him. That old man would have never known that I, that somebody had lost a deer. If I didn't put my deer where I put it to hang it, that guy would have never came and found me. Like the fact that he even did what he did to get out of his tractor and, and then verbally tells me that he never does that. Um, like all of those things lined up perfectly to be like, I'm like, dude. And I was praying like out loud to God while I was looking for this deer. Like, please help me find this buck. Please help me find this buck. Like, give me a sign, do something to show me. Or God's like, dude, I put it in the middle of a field. <laughs> like, literally, <laughs> dude. Look over there. Dude, asshole. it's right there. Fucking <laughs> in the he's, wide open, dude. He's like, how many things do I have to line up for you to find this deer? <laughs> Get real tired of taking care of your ass out here. Yeah, he's like, you know what? I you you really exhausted some shit on that moose hunt too, buddy. <laughs> so I uh so so yeah, I I, I think that deer I bumped him. Uh, he ran, and then he ran a hundred yards from where I bumped him and he was, and he died. I think he piled up in that field. Like, because when I opened him up, I had, his guts were just nicked, but his liver, I hit his liver and then his, his opposite side lung was like, it, it was weird. It was like blown. It was like blown to pieces. Like it was almost like that bullet by the time it got to it, it just like jellied it. Um, so Guts, liver, lung. I don't think he lived very long. I think no. he was dead within a, within a couple hours just by the amount of bloat that he had. Yep. Because, well, like you said, it wasn't that warm. It was warm, but it wasn't like 
that level of warm and a gut shot deer is going to live eight to 12, 14 hours, maybe more. Even. Yep. Yep. And, and he was, so, he was very stiff. He had been dead for a long time. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I he, think after you jumped him. Yeah. He, uh, he only went 10 yards and bedded up. Like if, if you like had somebody tell you to like, be like, wait an hour. Like you might've been dead right there. I don't know. I probably, yeah. If I would have, <laughs> yeah. I wish one of my friends would have told me to wait an hour. <laughs> then I wouldn't have had to attempt suicide. <laughs> <laughs> That was a joke. <laughs> Dude, like, yeah, so it was it was pretty crazy. So now I got two bucks, and I'm like, uh, what do I do now? Yeah. You know what's funny about being tagged out? I haven't been tagged out since 2008. And the only reason why I know that is because I was a kid. In 2008, I shot two bucks on opening day, and I scribed it on the um, window of the blind that I hunt out of at my dad's. And my dad just texted me the other day that he was sitting in there, and he goes, oh, I'm looking at your uh, – at your scribe that you wrote in here, November 15, 2008, you shot two bucks. And I was like, oh, yeah, that's the only time I've ever tagged out. And you you have that feeling of anxiety about shooting a buck through the season. season. And even if you get one buck, you still have that anxiety that you got to get fill that second tag. And when am I going to have time and blah, blah, blah. Uh, so you would think that when you tag out, it's like gone. I don't know about you, Hunter, but it's not gone. I uh, Dude, I still have that like feeling of anxiety, like that I'm not that I'm not doing what I'm supposed to be doing right now, or like <laughs> it's brutal. It really is, especially my trail camera is still being on, sending me pictures of bucks and oh, and then the crazy thing is that buck that we bumped up that we had pictures of that night, my brothers went back out and they saw it go back to that same exact spot where I bumped him like two hours later. That's and yeah, and then. Saturday morning, he walked past my brother, which was he. My brother was sitting 700, 900 yards away from where we had seen him all week. And um, my brother shot him. So, and that's, I don't know what he, what do you guys think that thing scores? I don't know. I don't remember now. I said it in text right around just shy of yours. Yeah, he's not as thick. Yeah, he didn't have the same mass, and he doesn't have as many points. So I think he was like one thirty. Yeah. So, um, which we got to work on your terminology a little bit, there, buddy. What's the terminology? Like you, the way you, like <laughs> the way you use, like the excitement level of and giant, like it's giant, big versus giant, <laughs> that fucking giant, dude. In my mind, I'm looking at, I'm like Scott killed a one seven, Scott killed a one, <laughs> and like, don't get me wrong. Fucking great deer, big bucks, giant bucks. But like, with the level of excitement, dude, and the way you kept saying giant. When I was talking to my dad, he was like, "Did he shoot a boner?" I'm like, "I think he did. I think he had to shot a fucking boner." Listen, it's a. Th- it's- like, I don't know what you're gonna sound like if you ever shoot a boner. I'm, pretty, uh, I'm probably not gonna be able to talk. <laughs> dude, he he he's well, he's the biggest deer I've ever shot. Only by right. a couple of inches. He's a big deer. I'm not. I'm but not downplaying that. This is a big ass deer. He he definitely. I, I'll be honest. Like he's still huge, and but he he was bigger in my head. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I thought so. <laughs> he was definitely bigger in my head. <laughs> but still, very. I wasn't. It wasn't like that ground shrink, shrinkage where you're like disappointed. It was just like. After a while of looking at him, I'm like, man, I definitely remember thinking that he was like way bigger than this. And I only saw his antlers for maybe a split second. And then I shot him. 
and facing away. They always look bigger. They always look bigger facing away. But I, and I have a ton of video footage of him from the day before. He was the buck that walked out of the CRP. Um, there was a doe came out feeding, and I was wa- I was filming her, and then he just stepped to the edge of the CRP and stood there and watched her, and then she started to meander away, and he ran her down and got her back in there, and I have film of him from the day before. That's sweet. Yeah, and then but no camera footage of the shot, nothing, and then the rest of it's pretty much just like me looking for him, and it's all bullshit. Um, but uh, but yeah, it was it's exciting, <laughs> and it's been crazy over there. Like every day, every single day that we've been there, it's been like even the first two. I've only hunted my Michigan farm five days, and the first two days of the season of bow season, I saw two giants. Uh, the second day I filmed a really nice shooter. My brothers have seen big bucks every single day. Um, it's been a rut fest over there. And then my neighbor's kid shot a giant six point. That is a giant six point. Dude, that's See, a, like, that is a giant six point. Yeah, that's yeah. a giant six point. Like it's like insanely big. Yeah, like that deer's on a hundred and fifty, hundred and sixty inch frame with six points. Right. Yeah. So what do you, what would that score then? Because it only has six points. That deer's got to be one twenty. Yeah, it's still it's a hundred twenty inch six pointer, which, which is a fucking giant. Which six. is huge. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's so hard to get any bigger than that with a six. I think yeah. that might be her first buck. You too. lose you lose a mass measurement and a time measurement. Yeah, that's a lot. Don't you still lose that mass? You don't get your force circumference, right? You can't, you can't find it. There's only three. Yeah. Look at three. So, and I mean. Yeah, you're losing that. You're losing but that deer had 27-inch main beams, dude. It was fucking crazy. Yeah, and it was wide. Yeah, I think it was awesome. Heavy. Yeah, Whew. I think that's her first buck. Oh, of course it is. We need yep. a- I haven't seen one over 110. That one's gone. But we need better pictures. Yeah, yeah. her picture, the picture he sent me wasn't that great. But um, you can tell freak. I mean, that's a huge six. But. Yeah, and the crazy thing is I've never seen him. I don't have any camera pictures. Two years ago, I remember I had a... a uh, abnormally large six point on there, and I'm uh, honestly like thinking about it. I remember it being it was like a two and a half year old six point, and it was big. And I think that's probably him. It could be very well. Yep, it could have been. Yeah. See, that's the little stuff that gives me hope. Was that you didn't have any pictures of him, and there he was. None. The, the, here's another thing. Here's another thing that gives you hope. The the buck that my brother shot was the only shooter that I've had on cameras in weeks. I haven't had any other bucks on cameras, but yet every time I'm there, I've seen three or four different shooters. Well, They're, now, see, God, I've hunted there a lot. I have not seen one. Yeah. Who of us hunting that far? That's true. <laughs> he hasn't seen one either. But there's just no, you know, like ha- not having them on camera, Just it just goes to show you that don't don't rely on that information. Oh, no. you got to walk through one run. I'm only, I only, on purpose, too, I only have one camera out there. Just so the fact that because I'm not getting any good bucks on it, I'm only like, well, that's only one tiny little spot. Yeah, yeah. I did get though my number, <clears throat> my number one, like my favorite two and a half year old that I've passed a few times. He's a beautiful eight pointer. He's probably just over a hundred, and he's got little nubs for like where his G fours wanted to split. Yeah, he's gonna be fucking awesome. I've seen him a handful of times. I hadn't got a picture of him from the, since the thirteenth, and I just got a picture of him at eleven o'clock last night. So. Nice. No, you might, you might make it. My He's camera's having by old man Ron today and get blasted. The other guy out there, but if he avoids a couple people, he'll be all right. Yeah. My camera's haven't sent me a single picture in like four He's days. Uh, next year. And yeah. I will. Roll. I'm not above that. We haven't had a bad bad year though. I mean, 
No, dude, John got two bucks. John you got, got, yep. got two bucks. The only people that suck is me and my dad. I can't, dad, that's crazy. But it's perspective, too, because a lot of people think that, like, I'm guilty of it. Like, I'm like, Dean shoots a big buck every single year. But oh, yeah. really, he doesn't, though. He hasn't seen a shooter all year. Yeah, like yeah. my stepdad, he does that to me. He's like, every time you come out here, you shoot a big buck. And I'm like, I've shot three big bucks that I've hung on my wall in the last six years. <laughs> what are you talking about? It's a pretty ratio for Michigan. It's great. Three uh, three out of six years, three shoulder mounts, three yeah. 130s class deer. Yeah, I can't beat it. <clears throat> so ah. I, just, I just got my bill for my uh, moose mount and – Oh God! That's an expensive euro. <laughs> oh, it's the euro? Yeah, five hundred bucks. Oh. I think that's because of partially because shipping. of the shipping. Yeah, because yeah. that includes them getting it to you. So you gotta pay air and bring it back again. Yeah, I gotta <laughs> pay them to not lose it. <laughs> when do you get your meat back? I hopefully soon. I paid for it, so that was four hundred dollars too. Hope they hurry up. I want to try it. I know. <laughs> Me too. I got to go buy a cooler now. <laughs> this is an expensive hunting season. <laughs> a cooler, a freezer, I meant. But, yeah, all right. Dude, I bought a bow and a gun, not because I can kill anything. <laughs> <laughs> I saw some guy on TikTok the other day. He's like, I'm fucking done hunting. This is ridiculous. Every year I say I'm not going to spend any money. And every year I end up buying a new bow, a bunch of new trail cameras, a bunch of new camo, a new cooler, and then I don't see shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, you got to get well, out there and go kill something, Nico, so we can have a yeah. better podcast next time. I'm going to go out there and not see some more shit. I've got some good podcast ideas we'll discuss, though. We're, we're going like, to be in this rolling. I like it. So. All right, man. Oh, I, I actually, while while we were sitting here, I just got a text from my buddy. He's like, dude, the Moose Hunt was podcast was awesome. Oh, I, I got to listen to it still. Yeah. Listen to it. I got like 10 minutes left because obviously I don't live that far away to drive, but I, if I, anywhere I drive today, I've been finishing it off. Great. See, I feel like it sucked. I didn't listen no, it, to it again. It's you listen to it again, or you haven't? I haven't. Oh no, I thought it was good when we filmed it, but I was. We were all relatively intoxicated, so I haven't listened to it sober. Yeah, and more and more it goes on. The least, like the more, like the less Shido is there, he's just like. <laughs> <laughs> I just think Steve in the beginning is like. She she fat. She sounds fat. <laughs> <laughs> then he kept touching John. You can hear them talking to each other. <laughs> he got weird. Yeah, he was real loose that night. Uh, classic. So, all, all right, right boys. Good luck. All right. See ya. Later. See you guys.